Welcome to Parenting with Vanessa Collins podcast. Today's topic, we're going to talk about does your child, when you play a game, absolutely flip out afterwards, or they don't like losing and they can't handle it. And this is what the topic's going to be, but I also want to explain a couple things about my background and how I feel about, you know, competitions and, you know, what... So I, you know, I'm, I'm, I think this is where I'm a little abnormal in the sense of with people like, like sports, for example, I've never played a sport in my life. Uh, my mom would put me in a sport. I would do like one game and then I'm like, I'm out. I just like, to me, competing just didn't, wasn't fun. I didn't see the point of like winning or losing. And I understand that people think I'm crazy when I say that, but that's just me. You know, I'm that person that. I was like, oh, I want everyone to win. Like, that's who I am. <laughs> and it doesn't really work that well. I mean, even like every Super Bowl to this day, like I won't know there's a Super Bowl going on until I get a call maybe 24 hours beforehand and say, hey, let's go. And I also, you know, I dated a guy years ago who played Division One, which I don't even know what that means, but I think it was that, or I don't even know, but on a higher level of like you know, in the Midwest, so football. And I remember every Sunday or Saturday, Saturday was college football. And then Sunday was, you know, NFL, whichever it is. But, you know, he would try to explain to me football. And like, for some reason, it didn't make any sense. Like nothing about the game made any sense. Like I still can't figure it out. And like, we, he would take me out and did to the homecoming games and everything else. And to me, it was just big, one big party. I really wasn't watching the game and I didn't understand, like, I just don't get it. (laughs) Like, I really, really, really don't. I understand boxing, soccer, I can understand because, you know, uh, but that's just a lot of running and I don't see the point in that either. So it's just, and, you know, and I'm seeing all these kids get super frustrated and here I am, like, I don't see the point in getting frustrated because it really doesn't matter. And to me, I'd like to go, I like to go to an actual game and not watch Like, I'm not going to watch things on TV. That's not my thing. Um, unless I have like a personal attachment, like I have a, I have a friend that wife, they play on the sharks and like, I will watch the game because there's some relationship. Like I feel like, Oh, I'm connected. I'm like, Oh, I look at that, that person. Look what they're doing. That's what I'm going to watch, but I'm not going to be sitting here getting really angry when my team doesn't win. Cause I don't really have a team on most things. And so it just doesn't, it doesn't bother me. So for me, it's kind of a little bit harder, but you know, in high school, I had my best friend who was, you know, athlete of the year and like really much, um, just, just very active. <laughs> I don't even know how to say it, but I remember going to her soccer game and like, she's just, it's just such a sweetie pie and holy crap, what I saw in the field and the aggression. Oh my God. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> like, and you know, when the coach wasn't looking or whoever was there, the referee, like, I mean, she definitely hit that one, that with a couple girls a couple times, you know, I mean, I just see so much aggression coming out in these games and these sports. And to me, I'm like, what's the point? I'm also that person that I don't like, like I will compete with myself. I'm not one to compete. Like I'm always for me, like, you know, some people will bring other people down. Like I'm like the complete opposite, especially with a female. Like I'm always going to like want to help them and figure like, let's all grow together. Let's work together and do this. So again, like competitions and games, like I, I just don't get, you know, my dad loves soccer. Or we, we call football and he, you know, he gets, I mean, the house is shaking when like someone does a score and I'm just going, okay, that's great. But you know, whatever, move on to the next thing. And that's fine. Like, and I always say like, oh, if I'm with somebody like they can do watch football and then I'm on my, I, that's my day off. Like I can just go do my own thing. Right. Which is great. 
But, you know, as I'm working with children, like the, the same thing that I'm seeing of this competitiveness of like, and I have to win and, and then changing the rules so they do win and what you're doing, like, those are the things that I'm like, wh- like, what, why are we doing this? And so I just want to go over a couple interventions that I do because I think that this is really important. You know, I'm the type of person where like, if I see competition or I see something like that, like I just walk away, you know, if you're, if, if I'm talking to someone and they're trying to like, I don't know play some stupid game with me and like talk to other people. I'm, I'm just going to walk. Like, I don't see the point and like, like down to everything in my life. Like I'm just, I don't play that game. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand it. Um, I also come from a very, like I'm five foot 10. Both of my grandparents are six, five, uh, you know, all of my uncles and my dad's like six, one, six, two, they all play sports. I have a sister who is extremely competitive and everything in every sport. And I'm just like, what's the point? And anytime I play a sport, I'm actually decent at it. I just don't really want to play and like compete with, like, I just doesn't, it's not fun for me for whatever reason. This is how my brain is wired to me. I just want everyone to get along and like, you know, it's like flowers and rainbows. I don't know what you want to say, but that's kind of more me. So when you're dealing with kids that are super literal, can't handle losing, you know, the simplest intervention I do is, okay, we talk about it, like what's hard for them. Number one, finding out, okay, why, and they might not even know why, because they're going to say, I don't know. And you're going to be like, well, well, that's probably right. They probably don't know why, but for whatever reason. And I mean, I just played Uno and, and I won twice. And the other thing is, this is the only time I'm competitive is when I want to be, oh God, this sounds so bad, but when I want to, when I want to work with a child and increase their frustration tolerance, I am going to win a game and I'm going to make sure that I win. Like I'm really good at checkers and connect four. And there's a couple other things, strategies that I'm good at, but the rest not. And those are the ones that I'm going to want to play because I do want to win when it comes to working with children who have a hard time winning. And most parents are like, well, that's kind of mean. No, you know what? That's life. (laughs) Like you don't always get what you want and you're not doing it. And to me, if you're not having a behavior, then you're not really teaching, are you? You know, you're just giving them what they want. And then when they go in the real world and things don't go well, like, oh, the whole, their whole world is shattered. So I do think it's important that children understand that you can win and lose and it's totally fine. Like whatever it is. But I do make a point to win when I'm playing with kids and parents are like, oh, don't do that. But here's the deal. I have a strategy beforehand, right? So I, so it is successful. Number one, I'm going to figure out, okay, what games are really triggering for the child? What games like are going to really like piss them off? Number one, and which ones are not so much. So I might start with a game that maybe not so much, but I am going to like prime them beforehand and talk to them and say, okay, so you get really mad here. And they're going to tell you, yes, you know, I kick, I hit, I throw things. I don't know. I get up and walk away, like whatever, what are the behaviors? But the thing that I'm going to do is this, well, we're going to practice not getting angry. So you're setting the child up for success beforehand. You want to say, we're going to practice like this whole, let's not get angry. Let's try. And honestly, there's sometimes that kids are like, are you ready to not try it not get angry? And they're like, no, I'm going to get angry. Well, guess what? (laughs) They're going to get angry and I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do that intervention. They are not ready. So I'm not going to push a child until they're ready, but I also want to make sure I'm pushing the child to where they actually like are working and, you know, they're working through whatever's going on for them. 
you know, and that they are actually taking in what I'm teaching them and they're, and they're going through this whole process of wanting to not get angry, wanting to be different, wanting to work on themselves. I mean, I do ask even a three and a five-year-old, do you want to change? And some kids, like a kid, had a four-year-old and he's like this week and he's like, no, I don't want, I want to stay the same. And I'm all, really, you want everyone yelling and everyone's doing it? It's fine. Like, I like it how it is. It's no big deal. And that's another intervention. Like, I'd have to come up and we can do another topic on that. But normally with the games, it's kids that don't understand, like, just, you know, they're they're so into control. Their anxiety goes up. They're not sure what's going to happen next. So you're always going to want to say, hey, can we try this? And are you ready to do it? And then, like, as you're about to win, like, do you think you're going to lose it or not? And they're going to tell you, if you've already made it that far into the game, they're most likely going to tell you, no, they're not going to lose it. Which, what what are you doing then? You are empowering the child to, to make their own choices, to be in control of their own body. Versus going over, well, this, these are the five things that you're going to do instead. No, well, are we going to work on it? I don't know what the child wants to do in that moment. I don't know what's going to happen. So I'm going to be very careful on my interventions at that time, because I want the child to be in control, be responsible for their own behaviors and move from there. And the more that the child knows that they're in control of their body and then their behaviors just a little bit that they can move on to the next thing. So it's like, well, are you ready to work on this? Do you think you can handle it? And they'll tell you. And that's it. Like, that's the simplest intervention. It's not like, okay, we're going to do it. And, And then you might say, well, I might win now. I'm not exactly sure, but you want to set the child up so they know what's coming up next, you know? And if they're not ready, don't push it. I mean, I'm doing this like podcast and really the whole thing is like me talking about me not being competitive and anything else, but really the intervention is two seconds of there. And you know, and if they do have a fit, it's like, okay, well, you know what? We're going to try again next time. What do you think you can do differently? And stop talking. Stop talking. Let them think. Give them a moment to come up with their own plan. And do you want to try it again? Or what game do you think you'll be successful at? Again, they're being responsible for their own body, their actions, and how they're feeling, which builds their self-esteem. Understanding that the child knows themselves more than you do. And I do believe that. Like I, you know, we, all these, all these adults have all these meetings about with children and about what they're supposed to be doing. And I don't even know the list goes on. And I'm like, wait, if the children, if the child doesn't agree to it, it doesn't work. Like, I'm not going to step do an intervention over the phone. I'm like, unless the child sits there and says, yes, this works. No, this doesn't work. Or, you know, mom does X, Y, and Z. And, you know, I don't know. But those are the things that I think are really important to understand that you want to talk to the child as, you know, a little young adult and say, okay, these are the things we want to work on. Cause it's really hard to see you so upset. You know, I'm not going to say, oh, I'm so mad when you get upset. No, it's like, it's, you know, it's, it's sad that you, you know, it, it's sad to watch you get so upset. And then, you know, do you want to work on this? And then from there, bring out the game and then just say, Mom, wow, you're doing a great job not getting upset. You know, I might win. Now, do you think you're going to get upset or what's going to happen? Kids are going to tell you. But again, like if you're just going to put a game out and you know that they're going to lose it. And this is the other thing. Go over the rules first. Kids that want to change the rules halfway through the game. Yeah, that's not going to work for me. You go over the like the rules first, put it on a whiteboard or a piece of paper so it's right there. Again, making it more concrete makes it so it's more real for the child. Like you can't like erase it and change the rules right in the middle of there. So have it written down in front of you. Um, 
And then making it a short, quick game of like, okay, maybe we're going to win, maybe we're not. Or, hey, can I show you? Can I, um, maybe the parent's going to tell you, maybe I'm going to practice losing it. What do you think? Let me see how this goes. Would you think I should lose it or do you think I should control my body? Make it game and make it fun. Like life is so serious all the time. Like have some fun with this. I'm always having fun and doing stupid, like silly things, you know, or I mean, I did a cooking class one time and I purposely dropped the egg on the floor because I'm like, look, I made a mistake. Oops. But the kid's like, wow. I mean, I had a kid the other day tell me how incompetent I am in most things in life. And I'm all, hmm. Okay. My interventions are working because now he's feeling a little bit better that he's not the only one that when he feels incompetent, right? It comes down to showing that we all make mistakes. We're all learning. We're all growing. We're all working on something. And, you know, things are really hard for everybody on some level. And I had a mom say like, you know, Vanessa, like he called me, not a cute kid, kid, he called me and he's like, we're going to go for all the capitals in the United States and all the States. And I'm just going, oh, he knows. I don't know this. But to him, like, it was like, okay, and I walked into the house today. I'm going to look at all the answer sheets. He's like, of course the teacher's going to have the answer sheet because that's what they do. And I go, so you just want me to get all the answers wrong? He's like, yeah, but I'm fine with that. Like, of course I don't know everything. I'm not going to pretend I know everything. And I think that's the key to the interventions and working with children. So when you actually are being able to say, hey, I don't have this huge ego that I have to win everything, I have to be right, that you have to listen to everything that I say instead of like negotiating. I mean, I don't say negotiating it, but it's really having a, a communication, a back and forth communication of like what's going to work and what's not going to work and how are we going to get you there and listen to the child. Actually, you know, there's a thing of, what is that saying? You can, you can listen, but you don't hear. Or you can hear and you don't listen. I don't know, whatever one it is. But really understanding that the meaning behind it, and a lot of communication is nonverbal. So understanding that, okay, if you're seeing the child get frustrated, in the middle of the game, say, do we need a break? Do we need to take a step back and then come back to this? So these are the tools that you can help to help your child, you know, become successful when they're actually, you know, not getting frustrated, hopefully not getting frustrated. And this is a perfect timing as my dog's losing it. Um, tomorrow I have an interview. Well, not an interview. I'm doing a podcast. For Sarah Inieto, and I apologize if I said that name wrong. It's tomorrow, so I'm going to be live on TikTok at 7 a.m., and then it'll be up and going. So I'm doing a yoga teacher training, yoga education for autism spectrum. We'll be talking about autism and the benefits of yoga and how you can use yoga to connect. And so we'll be doing, I'm going to be doing a training in New York, October it's a Saturday, Sunday, so if I get the wrong days, I think 15th, 16th. So I'm really excited about it. So we'll be talking about that. Um, tune in. That'll be coming up in the next couple days. And yeah, and you can get a lot more information from my blog on parenting uh, with Vanessa Cologne at Vanessa, V-A-N-E-S-S-A-K-A-H-L-O-N. You'll find my podcast there. Also, my book, Shut Up and Parent. And until next time.